Real hip hop. You are tuned in to the Ladies View podcast, Lean and Heather. So the song that was just playing was by Chicago artist Fatal Flows. Learn more about it on our website, theladiesview.com. So this is a new thing that we're doing. We're introducing maybe local artists, maybe even other artists, all different genres that we're going to be adding to our intros and maybe somewhere in between our podcasts, right, Heather? I think that'll sound good. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, it gives us an opportunity to recognize them. And mm-hmm. um, also, I mean, as a benefit to us, then we can get some really nice music for our show. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm excited about today. Okay, so today we're talking about entertainment. And we got, we got a good podcast segment coming up here. But so. we need to, yeah, we need you guys to stay plugged in because next podcast we're going to have writer, producer, and director of Indie Film Canal Street, Ryan Lamar. So you guys don't want to miss that. Make sure to follow us on our IG, Twitter. We'll be promoting it everywhere. So that's a good one. That should be an exciting one. Yeah, so Okay, so let's get started. Let's dive in. What do we have today? Entertainment. Let's start with Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Please me. Did you listen to that new song? You know what? I forgot to listen to it. <laughs> I told you to listen to it. You did. You did, and I forgot. <laughs> well, in any event, um, Bruno Mars, I'm a big fan of Bruno, and as always, so. he's so, he's got such an old soul, and I love him for that. So Please Me with a Cardi B um, kind of gives us a 90s vibe. Well, that's Bruno coming through with that feel. And mm-hmm. hmm, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So Bruno Mars made the song. He saved the song. And Cardi B trashed the song, okay? I'm sorry. Um, it's just not good quality from Cardi. It's not. It, okay. the, her what verse is anything ever good quality though? No, it's not. It's not. Well, mm. I, me, I don't know if it's one of those songs that'll eventually grow on you because Bruno looked at me, so I can listen to Bruno and I'm loving, you know, when he's singing, I'm loving the beat and everything. Uh, just Cardi B when she starts rapping, it's like it's it's so odd. It's it doesn't even go together. I mean, here's what she's talking about. So whatever it's about her getting pleased or just please me, whatever the case is, you know, but um, she's talking about how she has good, good stuff. Okay. And mm-hmm. that this other, whoever she's talking about stuff is Basura and that hers is Ochata. Okay. And oh, I'm like, Ochata? like what? Like, Agua de Ochata? I was like, so confused. Rice water? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl. Does she mean like it's sweet? Like, okay. I, I mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I think so. I think that's what she means because you got you to gotta take it somewhere. Yeah. So like if you're listening to like Cardi, yeah, you know you, that you have to go somewhere else with it. So I'm sure that when she said it was like horchata, she meant that it was sweet like rice water. Okay. All right, I get it. Yeah, All yeah, right. good one, good one. It just sounds so stupid, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, whatever, Cardi, anyway, um, 
Bruno, he did his thing as always. Cardi, I'll pass on her verse or whatever she got going in that song. So that's my review for it. You know, usually when I review, I do fuego, and then I need another term for something that's not so good. Well, no, something basura. in the middle. <laughs> right, I thought the same thing. <laughs> so, But it's not basura because I like Bruno, okay. and Bruno did good. You know, so you it's almost find a good unfair. Term. So we'll think about term, it. So we put somewhere in the middle, right? Okay. Somewhere in the middle, yeah. Yeah, so I think of it because, you know, when I do my music review, I want to do Fuego, Black, or Basura. <laughs> so fue, Fuego, Más o Menos, or Basura. I was just thinking that. I was just <laughs> right? thinking that. Great minds think alike. Right. Right. All right. I like so, that. Go for it. <laughs> so let's go on. Um, well, that was my review for that one. And this week's review, that will be on our site as well, um, theladiesview.com. So the Grammy, okay, I know mm-hmm. most of us tuned into the Grammys last weekend. I know I did. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty decent. I enjoyed it. It was hosted by Eight Keys, who just brings that soulful vibe and energy, and I love her. I love her as an artist. I'm a big fan of her music, always have been, and she was even doing her thing, playing two pianos at once, which was very impressive. Um, been done already. She was yes, given a tribute. But, been done. Okay. Yes, but the fact that she can do it, okay, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that everything's been done, okay. But you know, it's just about remaking it, recreating it, and she did a fabulous job. And I know you mm-hmm. weren't too excited about her hosting these Grammys from. I, wasn't. I think you mentioned a week or one of our previous podcasts. How do you feel she did? The parts that I saw, I was okay with. So here's the thing with me and Alicia Keys. I like Alicia Keys. I do. Mm-hmm. Alicia, if you're mm-hmm. listening, I like you. I think that you're great. Um, I think that she needs to rebrand herself because mm-hmm. I think that she's mm-hmm. confused right now. Mm, okay, I don't think okay. she understands what she wants to do with her look, what she wants to do with her music. Um, she doesn't have anything new coming out. Like, I even heard her when she was singing Boot Up, right, um, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. our lovely LMI. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed by it. I didn't think that she was on point vocally. Um, I've heard her do better. I, I just think that this one did not show her true talent, I think she was just mm. all over the place to me. I thought she was hmm. all over the place. Like she didn't really? bring it. Like, yeah, she didn't bring it. Um, I don't know if it was a mixture of nervousness because this was her first time Ooh. doing it. I mean, the Grammys is pretty big to host it. Now, right, right. she's won Grammys before, but it's right, hard hosting right. this show. You know, that that's a pretty hmm. big thing. You know, it especially is. because she's had some backlash in the past mm-hmm, few mm-hmm. years for quite a few things, you know, and sometimes it's hard to come back after that. Right, right. You know, I, so anyway, yeah, but, well, you know, she gets an A for effort. It, whatever. I liked her. I enjoyed her as a host. I think she did an amazing job, and I think it came natural to her. I really do. Um, I just wasn't crazy about her outfit, you know, what she was wearing, and just the, the red carpet all together last week didn't mm-hmm. do it for me, and I know it didn't yeah. do it for you either. I think no, best dress were the twins. That's my they were. my opinion, they were. right? Everyone, I don't Chloe know what and Hallie. people were thinking. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what they was looked, happening they with everyone else. It was, it was very... Um, it was eclectic, and it mm-hmm. was very yeah. um, futuristic to me. Um, right. Some of the stuff just 
was just downright ugly. I should have mm-hmm. seen you. There was this guy that posted these reviews on all of these, the, the red carpet outfits, and I mm-hmm. cried laughing. So I'm going to send that to you for you to read. It was so funny, the things that he was saying, and all of them were true. Yeah. It was yeah. like his take on the red carpet, and it was just a flop for me this year. So, mm-hmm. anyhow. Yep. So, um, what did I want to say about that? Oh, yeah, when I was texting you, that was hilarious. I was texting about who was the best dress, and I said the twins. And you're like, no, yeah, I think they beforehand they had, they were wearing some crazy stuff because their uh, picture hadn't been posted yet. You're like, what? Is that what you like? And it was like a bubble dress. That was hilarious. Girl, I was so confused. I was like, what is, first of all, okay, I'm going to be honest. When you first sent the picture, you sent a picture of Beyonce. And Why did I, I send was a picture like, of her? I have no idea. I and sent then a picture said, of Beyonce. You no, did. that was, girl, that was for our other topic. Girl, I was, and then, like, <laughs> you sent the picture of Beyonce, and then you were like, what are the twins' names, like, immediately? And I was like, Rooney uh, and Sir? Like, I thought you were talking about her kids. Like, oh, they were at the green. I was so confused, Celine. I think I was already in bed at that point anyway. Yeah, I think I you're, was, okay, I I, I remember think I was already in bed. So, okay, we'll I get to so the confused. whole Beyonce thing on our next to- topic. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I was so confused. I thought you were talking about her babies. And then mm. I was like, why is she talking to me about Beyonce's twin? And then whatever. <laughs> I'm like, it's Celine. It's whatever. And so then... <laughs> Everything coming at once, I know. Right. And then you sent me a picture of Chloe and Hallie, and it was their horrible red carpet outfits. And I was like, so this is not good either. Good night, Celine. You sent that to me. I sent that to you. Right, right. I did. And I sent that. And I was like, this? Because I was confused. Yeah, and I was like, no, not that. Because it looked like she was wearing a bubble coat. Uh, Anyway, but their on stage outfits were beautiful, delightful. They looked fantastic. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love them. All right, so let's talk about it. <laughs> okay, so you know J Lo did the whole Motown tribute. So mm-hmm. if anyone tuned in, you guys watched it, and I'm sure you saw her performance. She sang "Dancing in the Streets," Mr. Postman. She did some some Temptation, some Smokey Robinson. I thought woman did fabulous. But mm-hmm. of course, immediately after J Lo after J Lo performed, she started getting backlash for her performance. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. People didn't think she mm-hmm. was the right fit to perform the tribute. Mm-hmm. People felt she couldn't relate, and mm-hmm. that kind of pissed me off. I mean, it didn't mm-hmm. piss me off. It's not that serious, you know. No one got hurt, so it's all good. But I just felt like, what's wrong with her doing it? I mean, here's mm-hmm. the, why I think they chose her. I mean, first of all, she may have even thought of it herself. I don't know. But here's the thing. She's a great performer. And when you do Motown, you have to perform. Okay? So, yeah, you sing, which we know, okay, she's not the best singer in the world. Okay? She's not. But overall, mm-hmm. she's so diverse that she brings the look. She delivers on stage. She does sing. She's an actress. So she plays the role well. And I think that's part of the reason why they chose her. Because, yes, you have singers out there who can sing way better than her. Mm-hmm. But can, are they, can they perform as well? Can, can they tie it all together? To be honest, if there was someone who would have done it better than her, I think it would have been Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But okay. I, that's my thought on it. Go ahead. Let's talk about it because I know you got something to say. I do. I, I mean, <laughs> okay, let me give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I love J-Lo. Mm-hmm. 
not because I think she's super talented, because I don't. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. J-Lo seems like she'd be an awesome homegirl. Like, you can mm-hmm, take it yeah. with her, you can go out, you can have a glass of wine, you can do girl talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, she just mm-hmm. seems, like she's, seems like she's really funny, you know, because she's always funny in her movies. Except for Enough. Enough, she wasn't funny. She was very serious. That's, like, yeah, my yeah. favorite J-Lo movie. But um, she's beautiful. She has a banging body for 49 years old. I do should have been the one giving a Motown tribute. I don't. Mm. Wow. Not because she's not black. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. She has no soul. Okay. What? She doesn't. She does not. Mm. Now, she can dance her butt off. She's a great performer. She's got great stage presence. Um, she, there was no way that when, when you sing Motown, you have to feel what it is that you're singing. Right, of course. She's not that, she's not that type of singer. She can't make me feel anything. Aww. I, she I can't. She can't make, she I think can't she, make she me did feel it anything. Me. You know, <laughs> she, she can't. Well, that's because you, you like her anyway. So anything she does is going to be great to you. you no, know not everything. Yeah, I'm girl, honest. I am night. honest. No, I good tell night. you about her songs. And if they're not good, they're not good. If I'm not feeling it, I'm like, mm, J-Lo, no, we can pass on that. Yeah, but no, she I just think she didn't, did a great job. She, she just didn't, she didn't embody it. And I know why they didn't choose Beyonce. They didn't choose Beyonce because Beyonce has already oversaturated us anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm, okay, let's mm-hmm. choose someone different because she would have been like their first choice. Would have right. Been I would have thought so. I would you have know what I'm so. saying? Mm-hmm. She would have been their first choice. But I, what I think they should have done, which I thought was a great idea that I came up with myself, mm-hmm. I think that they should have featured a yeah. number mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. right and right. just given her something you know um given her something that she could have done that would have fit her a little bit more within that whole Motown tribute but also mm-hmm. featured some other singers there's so many singers out here who would have blown it out of the water and that way when J-Lo came up to do her thing People would have already been so wowed by those other singers that they wouldn't have even been focused on her. And then she would have been right. able to live a little bit and feel <laughs> that she had some success from this. But because everyone came at her so hard, you know, it's, um, I'm sure it was difficult for her. I'm sure she felt horrible that I, people I were like, you know, coming at her like that. You know, there were a couple people who supported her, like Smokey Robinson, you know, said that he thought that she was a really good fit. There were a couple of other people. Um, Gail King, Oprah's BFF, said that she thought she was mm-hmm. a really good fit. And they were saying it from the standpoint of let's not look at a color thing. No, I wasn't looking at color when I said that. I was looking at the fact that I don't think that she has any soul. I don't think that she has mm-hmm. a good enough voice to do it. Honestly, and people may come at me for this point. Mm-hmm. What's the energy that going on back there? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, so like what, what I would have thought in my mind, if they were going to bring someone of a different background to do Motown and someone who can dance and someone who can sing and someone who's got a voice that sounds a lot better than J-Lo, I would have even voted for like someone who doesn't even really sing that much. Like you remember Nicole Scherzinger from Pussycat Dolls? Mm, that girl can no. sing. Can yeah, sing. and she can perform. Oh she can sing and she can perform. And okay. she didn't really get to get a lot of recognition. I think now she does. She's like a host on one of those singing competition shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
that girl can sing and she can dance and she looks good. You know what I'm saying? Like if you wanted to yeah. go with someone who wasn't necessarily black, but maybe wasn't necessarily white either, and someone who had some soul, I think that she would have been a good choice. Um, hmm. There were other articles that I was reading of people that were like starting to name off all these other people that were like, yeah, you could have chosen her and you could have chosen her and you could have chosen her. Um, instead, um, whatever. But I here's mean, the thing, mm-hmm. and I think it worked, but could they relate? I mean, yeah, you have the soul, but you know nothing about these singers. You know nothing about the history of this music, and J-Lo does. She grew up on this music. Well, a lot so, of people, I think that, who, a lot of people who sing, who, who have that R&B feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, um, right. Grew up listening to Motown or who have yeah. some type of relation to Motown. So it wasn't because J-Lo could not relate. No, I'm not saying that she couldn't relate. I believe that she could relate. I just don't feel like she delivered it hmm. because she doesn't okay. have that. I mean, for, for crying out loud, she, Ashanti was her voiceover on a lot of her songs. <laughs> was she? Oh, my yes. goodness. And they said Ashanti, yeah. she, I love Ashanti, but I don't think she's the best singer out she, there either. Like, that's what I'm saying. So you chose someone who wasn't that much better than you. Do you see mm. what I'm saying? Like, now, I wouldn't have put Ashanti up there to do anything no. for Motown. No. Like, no thank no. you. But I think I would have gone for someone like a Fantasia who would have really brought out Fan- Fantasia you know can't dance, though. She can't no, no, no. That's like what that. Exactly. So what I'm saying is you bring they people who can offer show. something. You, you can bring people that offer something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Like, different yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Fantasia I get it. I get something it. slow. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, again, yeah. If you bring a whole group of people together, by the time mm-hmm. you get to J-Lo, then people are already so wowed by everything else yeah. that it doesn't even matter what she does. So I, right. just think, well, I just think that they packaged it wrong. She was mm-hmm. great, though. Yeah, listeners, Heather's not going to change my mind. I love what J-Lo did. I think she I'm delivered. Not I think, she, I think <laughs> she brought it all. So, J-Lo, go ahead, mama. Do your thing. <laughs> I love her. Okay. Real hip hop is missing from the shelf. Yeah, it's what you felt when you listen to yourself. Real hip hop, real hip hop is missing from the shelf. Yeah, it's what you felt when you listen to yourself. Real hip hop. So much, so much, mm-hmm. so much. Um, so R. Kelly. Mm. <laughs> R. Kelly starts again. again. Yeah. He starts again. He starts again. He yeah, just, he does. He just he just won't stop. And you know, one thing, I want to say something to you, Robert. I, I did. I supported him in his lowest moment. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? They need to get up. Get up our t-. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. after that, and I admit, and I know people will, like, want to throw eggs at me after I say this, but I admit that you know, even after that tape was revealed in 2002, I was on the fence with it. And it's funny mm-hmm. because Joanna, who used to host with us, girl, mm-hmm. she got so mad at me during, we were on the Dean Davis show back in November, and she got mm-hmm. so upset with me. She was, like, visibly upset with me in the studio because of the what? things that I was saying. It was so hilarious. Oh, my God. And, of course, you know, I've got a very strong personality, so nothing she mm-hmm. was saying was phasing me, but I was right. looking at her like, 
you're not going to change how I feel about this. Like I still, you know, and we're in a, a little bit of a different age bracket too, like me and Joanna. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little mm-hmm. bit older than she is. So, mm-hmm. you know, she was thinking about when she was a kid and this was coming out, but I was thinking about already being an adult, you know, right, and having right. grown up on his music and have seen him mm-hmm. around the South side of Chicago and all of that. I was thinking about the R. Kelly that we knew back in the nineties, not right. the R. Kelly that we knew after he did Trapped in the Closet. Anyway. Right. So, um, we know that was it last month that um Surviving R. Kelly came out on Lifetime? Mm-hmm. When all of these women came forward and said, you know, that he abused them and he held them against their will and he tortured them and all of this. So I'm thinking that the brother's going to lay low. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. <laughs> so mm-hmm. recently, I want to say it was Thursday or Friday, police mm-hmm. now have a sex tape showing him with another underage girl. Wow. Wow. It's heartbreaking. So there how is How old this was she? That's so sad. 14, 14. And how long ago was this? How long was the video when it, when was it recorded? Um, it doesn't. I didn't see when it was recorded. Not um, that it matters. A, she was underage. It's, right. It's been a, exactly. It's, he was still an adult. Wow. And supposedly she is, Gloria Allred, a nationally known attorney, said that she thinks that the girl was, is her client. Mm. Something oh, wow. something's not adding up. So this attorney, mm. Michael Avenatti, um, he is well known for prosecuting um, um, sex offenders. Mm-hmm. He turned the tape over to Cook County, Illinois. It was a VHS tape, so it must have been some years ago because it was VHS as opposed to DVD. Yeah, um, right. But now okay. they're saying that this is what they needed for the better part of 20 years to be able to convict him. This is wow. what the state needed. Okay, okay. I am I, floored. I am floored, honestly. Like, come on. You know, here's the thing, R. Kelly. You know, I understand. I don't agree with it, but if that was your fetish, okay. But why are you recording tapes? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. With underage girls. That's sickening. The guy is sick. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, what Gloria Alres said, and to me, I don't know, people can disagree with me. I think that even as an attorney, you know, attorneys can be ruthless, they can be relentless, but I think that Gloria Allred has a really good heart. And she mm-hmm. was saying that she is very troubled that the tape was viewed by the press and other people who aren't law enforcement. So we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how that happened. Like, how did the press get this? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so she's trying to protect her client, um, Steve Greenberg, who's R. Kelly's attorney, saying that he was not aware of the video. Mm-hmm. So he's floored too. Wow. He of had course, because no he probably idea. didn't disclose it. He had no mm-hmm. idea. And of course, he's saying that R. Kelly is denying, you know, that he's engaging in any illegal conduct. I mean, he's still Ugh. saying that he's never done any of these things, but they're <laughs> saying that this is it. If they find out, once they, they do the investigation, once they figure out who the girl is, it is said multiple times in the tape that she's 14 years old. Wow. He said it wow. and she said it. They, they can just throw the whole man away, seriously. <laughs> they are. Uh-uh. That's what they're, there's they, nothing that he's going to he do at this point. Sick. Yep. No, this one was please, 45 he can't be minutes. saved. The yep. guy is this one was, sick. He's a creep. Yeah. That's nasty. That's dirty. He is a child abuser. He just... 
uh, he's a pedophile, all of it. He's just nasty. I, I just can't look at him the same anymore. You know, yes, I, and that's the thing I struggle with because I do love his music, always have. So, you know, when some R. Kelly comes on, I mean, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. But, I mean, now I look at him in a different light, you know. Mm. Exactly. And he's not making music anymore anyway, so that was the old R. Kelly that we love. First of yeah, all, no, no one's going to – well, I mean, I think that he still has a few diehard fans because yeah, I course. did hear well, – excuse me, I did read some articles and there were some people and women, you know. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. that the men still support him, but there are still some women out here who's saying, like, it doesn't matter what he's done. That was the past. They still love R. Kelly, all this and that. Um you know, so I mean, even yeah. I said again, I was an R. Kelly fan. Surviving R. Kelly kind of made me look at him a lot different. I will admit mm-hmm. that, um, but I'm definitely not going to be online proclaiming my love for him. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't do that. You know, it, it's heartbreaking. You know, and then to think about all the lives that were ruined. Now, I will still stick yeah. to what I felt before that there mm. are a lot of women out here who kind of jumped on that bandwagon and who right. maybe made some false claims because they were of looking course. for a paycheck, you know, so everything is probably not true, but mm, if 75% mm. of it is true, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. So anyway. Yeah, that is mm, terrible. Mm, well, let's continue to follow that story. I hope, mm-hmm. like I said, they could, they put them away altogether. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's, Absolutely. Yeah, well, while we're on the subject of, you know, men going to jail and all that stuff and dirty men and just monsters, <laughs> whatever we want to call them, you remember Jason Van Dyke, right? We talked about I Jason do. Van Dyke yeah. quite a few mm-hmm. times already in our podcast. Who doesn't know? If you don't know, he's the Chicago ex-cop who was convicted of the murder of Laquan McDonald, and I think he was sentenced to about 81 months in prison, if I'm not mistaken, which yeah. to me was like a slap on the wrist, whatever. Okay, so um, Jason Van Dyke was, he, he's obviously, he, he was convicted, so he is in jail now, and he was transferred to an out-of-state federal prison in Connecticut where he was placed in the general inmate population. So just like everyone mm-hmm. else, you know, he doesn't get any special privileges. So last week, the word had spread that Mr. Van Dyke was attacked and beaten in the face while in his jail cell. Mm-hmm. He was treated for the injuries. Um, doesn't sound like it was anything too serious. I think he'll he'll be just fine. But um, and now I think they they put him away in what would I, I don't know what they call it. They segregated him, so he's not with the general population anymore. I don't know it, what what is that called where they're just like confined solitary in their confinement. Stuff. Solitary. There you go. I couldn't find the word for it. <laughs> so he's what he gets out one hour a day, right? So Mm -hmm. the guy was beating his wife. I was reading some articles where she was crying and she was saying that, you know, he was just doing his job as a cop and now he's paying for it. She fears that he's going to get killed in jail and that he's not going to be able Mm -hmm. to come out in jail. So her fear is that she's going to have to bury her husband. Oh, um, too bad. Too bad, Well, whatever. (laughs) Well, to me, it, it's kind of sad, um, but yeah, I mean, it's expected. That's usually what it happens to people who go into jail. I mean, jail's no fun place. You're going to experience something. You're going to either get raped in there, get beaten, and especially um, with people knowing what he's in there for. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not going to be easy for him, right? Right. Okay, so here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't feel sorry for her. I don't feel sorry for him. 
okay? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. She says he was doing his job. He was not. Right. Doing yeah, his job he went overboard. Doing your job does not consist of shooting a young black boy 16 times, okay? Mm-hmm. That's not doing your job, okay? Mm-hmm. Second of all, how do you think that Laquan's friends and family feel about him no longer being? And to add insult to injury, if your husband survives, he's only going to serve about two and a half to three years in jail. Right. Yep. He will get his life back. He will. Unfortunately, Laquan will not. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that, you know, instead of us feeling sorry for her, which, again, I don't, it's not sad to me. That's just, those are the yeah. breaks, honey. That's what happens. Yeah. You know, and maybe your husband should have thought of that instead of him looking at his white privilege and the fact that he was a Chicago cop and he thought that yeah. he was untouchable. He should have looked at mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, he should have. He should have. I'm I think he did too I'm much. Surprised they didn't. I'm surprised that it wasn't. I mean, he got beaten in his face. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm surprised that they, I'm surprised that they didn't stab him, you know, which right. is what people were thinking, like a Chicago cop, you know. And they're like, okay, if they move him out of Chicago, then it's less likely that he's right to be harmed. Guess what? Mm-hmm. This was a national case. Right. Inmates, right. Watch, in, inmates watch the news. They knew who he was. Yeah. So they knew that he was coming in there. Yeah. So, oh, well, yeah. I mean, you better be happy yeah, that all he got was a beam of thing. <laughs> yeah, you guys hear that. Um, Heather's ruthless. She doesn't care. <laughs> I do he not. got was a beam, beating in the face. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I do not care at all because you know what? You have to think about the totality of the situation. Like you're complaining yeah. about your husband getting beat in the face right. when, he sh- when he killed someone. Mm-hmm. And then she says, oh, there, there was a conspiracy to do harm to her husband. The motive was race. Lady, get yeah. out of here. Mm. Get out of That's here. It. That's the last thing you should be complaining about. Right. Her I, I feel bad for the daughter. right now. Her family yeah. is protected right now. Laquan's family is not. Right, right. Whatever. And Heather, just really quickly, I feel bad for the daughters because the daughters are innocent in all of this. They exactly. are. They're little girls. That's what I feel so now they don't have a father, and now they fear that they may even lose their father. I just think it is unfair for the little girls. They didn't deserve this. Yeah, but he should have thought about that. He should that, have though. thought about that, too. You <laughs> sorry. Know, he, I feel sorry he for his kids, too. He was exercising his authority and thinking that shooting 16 times. Okay, if you need, needed to to stop the guy, whatever you were doing, I mean, I, I get he was walking and he was acting out of control himself, but, you know, okay, one one shot to the leg or arm, that's all it really took and needed, right? I mean, no right. more than that. 16 times, yeah, you meant to kill the guy. Exactly. But, okay, all right, let's move on to our TTL. Let's bring it because I know, um, and we're probably kind of moving rather quickly here, but we're excited for our next podcast. So we that, are. That's yes. why we're yes, rushing. We <laughs> yeah, so TTL. Uh, why is social media governing our relationships? Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this, you know, this topic came about when, I think on Valentine's Day. It did. Right? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at everybody posting, you know, all the women posting what their man did for them. And, you know, he got me this and he surprised me with that, you know, posting just for likes. You know, you're doing it for the likes. Right. Mm. But what's really going on? at home what's really going on in your relationship outside of that it's like you guys are on here you know on snapchat on ig showing what you did Mm -hmm. 
Aren't you arguing the next day? Are you sleeping in separate bedrooms? You see what I'm saying? You sleep in separate bedrooms. He's out here doing whatever. She's out here doing whatever. But we feel the need. It's almost like we are bound to social media. Hmm. Well, I really... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And then on the flip side, we have people who are getting upset because maybe their significant other doesn't post them to social media. Why? Why does any of that matter? Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it's r- rather interesting for me when I see posts like that, especially when you know what's going on inside, you know, behind closed doors, when, when maybe you know that person, right? And here's the thing, I'm not big on social media. Do I post from time to time? Absolutely. I post on Snapchat and um, I post a few IG stories, um, nothing craziness, you know, crazy if my hubby and I are out or the kids and I, you know, I do post stories like that. Now, I'm not going to pretend that everything is perfect because no relationship is. Now, does that mean that I, I didn't just finish arguing with my husband? Well, maybe, but I'm not posting. People are posting these things. That's what they're tr- trying to show, that they're in love and that, you know, they're this perfect couple who has everything when you know that is not the case. And it's only, well, I think what, where this whole topic stemmed from was we have um, a person that you and I both know that um, we, I wasn't even sure if they were still in a relationship, um, no mention of it, no pictures, but here comes Valentine's Day, and then this person just appears with their other half, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, hold on. I, <laughs> we thought right. nothing, you right. know, like it Exactly. So I was just so confused. And then you said, well, it's Valentine's Day. Of course, they feel obligated to post that picture. And I'm like, that's Seriously. so weird to me. Like, really, yeah. you're going to post them just on Valentine's Day? And from the looks of your page, you would have thought that that person was single. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I just, it's an obligatory. Yeah. It, well, Valentine's <laughs> Day is an obligatory holiday. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Seems it, like is it is. Because I feel like I don't get excited about it. Only because, yeah, no. you know, if we're doing stuff for each other all year, and I know I'm not the only one who feels like this, mm-hmm. then why are we just waiting until this day to put on a show? I'm definitely, right. I don't live my life putting on a dog and pony show for anyone. No, so why would I wait until not. today to do it, you know? And then mm-hmm. a couple more things. Um, so I was watching a clip of Steve, the Steve Harvey show, and a young man was on there. I don't know if you saw it, Celine. And he said that when he was in his old old relationship that he never posted his ex-girlfriend and she would get upset. But now that he's Mm -hmm. in a new relationship, he's posting his new girlfriend all the time and she's not posting him. So he wants to know what's going on. And Steve Mm -hmm. said, oh, it's because she's not sure about you. Steve Harvey, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And I like Steve Harvey. But some of the Mm -hmm. stuff that he says makes absolutely no sense. It does not mean that she's not sure about him. Maybe she just doesn't post like that. Or a lot of people live their lives by, I'm not going to be posting about my relationship on social media. I don't have to do that. What, just so that people can, can, can think that all is good. I don't care what people think, you know, um, you know, and then another story, a friend of mine, and she's on Facebook. I won't say her name, obviously, but mm-hmm. she had been married for quite some time. It was more than a decade that um, mm-hmm. she and her husband had been together, and they've got uh, a family. They've got children, and she was posting constantly, Celine. I'm mm-hmm. talking about every day, posting 
his home improvements, the things, the projects he was doing around the house or how he'd send her flowers and, you know, they'd have date nights and family and, oh, we're so in love and this is my king and my queen and my ring and all this and you know how I feel about that. Yeah. And girl, two weeks ago, she goes on Facebook and she puts this long post and she apologized to everyone and she said, I am so sorry. I have been living a lie. I'm announcing that me and my husband are getting divorced. Wow. And she's like, you know, I was on here. She came clean. She revealed herself. I was on here posting how great life was and how he was doing this and how he was doing that. She was like, and while all of those things were true, the things that he was doing financially and the date nights and, you know, family vacations. Mm Mm-hmm. We were in a relationship that was not working. Mm. And things have been rocky for a long time. And this is why we have decided to break up. And the reason why I was posting on social media was because I wanted you guys to think something about us that wasn't true. Oh, my goodness. That's so sad. So sad. Why do do people feel they need to prove something to the world? See, I'm not like that. And furthermore, like when it comes to my kids, I'm just not out there exposing my kids uh, to the world. I just don't want to do that. I don't want to post them. And, you know, to me, that's that's sacred. And I don't post every moment with my kid. And even on Snapchat, all really that I have on Snapchat are close friends and family. So you'll see, you know, little dumb snaps of my doggies and my kids here and there. But I don't live my life on social media. I don't post like that on Instagram. I post more on, and so do you, on the ladies' view, because it's what we do. It's it's outside of our personal life. I don't feel the need to show my personal life to the world. It's my personal life, and I wish for it to remain that way. Exactly. So everyone is doing too much. I think it just takes so much time for you to be posting every moment of your life. Like, I'd rather be doing things. And when I take a break and I go on Snap, boy, do I see, like, everything. Just, like, kids climbing so Like, who cares? Like, girl, I, I just can't take it. I can't. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, nerve, it's nerve-wracking. It, that's what I'm saying. And it's funny because I, I see things all the time, like, on Facebook and IG. And, you know, especially, like, when you know someone, like that person you mentioned, like, at the, at the beginning yeah. of the topic, it's like, I know, I know you, you know, and just two days ago, you know, my cousin and I were talking about this this week, just two days ago, old girl was posting, you know, something about, you know, oh, we celebrated this and we went to this concert and everything's great and we're so in love. But then like, you know, last week you were saying how you guys were just like, you know, fighting and we're going to break up. And I'm like, what? It just makes no sense. And I can't follow everyone's relationship on there. But when I see something like that, I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Please. I roll my eyes. Yeah. Because I know what's happening. I roll my eyes because I know what's happening. And I'm like, okay, you want everyone else to think that everything's great. Right. But just just two weeks ago, you found out that he has, like, a family out here and maybe (laughs) – Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's oh, that's this bizarre terrible. stuff that's like off the wall. Yeah, you know it what is. I'm saying? Like, but but right. you forgave him, and he got to take you out on the 15th instead of the 14th for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, oh, that, that's just craziness. It's too much to follow. I mean, people, listen, I just don't live your life just for social media. Seriously, you will enjoy it more when you keep things private, personal. And then if you fail, no one has to know about it, you know? Well, that's I'm saying, it. Because if I mess up, I don't want my mess up to be public unless I choose for it to be public. 
Right, exactly. Oh my goodness, no thank you. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you and I, we think differently. Some people are all for it. Some people, you know, some people are like us where they don't feel the need to post everything on social media, and that's cool. But for those of them who are doing it, that's a little bit too much. We get no one can keep up, and you don't need to impress anyone. So you know, we're all adults. I mean, seriously. seriously. I, I just think that there's like a there's something missing there. There there's a, there's a void there, and people are trying to be accepted by society mm-hmm. when you're doing mm-hmm. all that. That's too much. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that wraps up our podcast for today. Let's move on to the next one. Catch us on Instagram. We are on the Ladies View. We are on Twitter, the Ladies View TV. Our website is theladiesview.com. So until next time, talk to you all. Well, no. Bye-bye. Listen to us. Ciao. (laughs) And maybe we'll talk to you too. All right. Yeah, bye. Real hip-hop.